Fallen! All right, all right. Everybody take a seat, grab a drink. Let's get this show started. And three, two, fucking one. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Motivation Alley. Today, we've got another great episode. I know I say this all the time, but I I, I mean it. I mean it all the time. I, I interview some amazing people. Um, today, you know, we've got a really, really special guest because not only is he a veteran uh, of uh, the Air Force, the Army, uh, he's also a very uh, close friend of mine. Also, the first person we interviewed in season one of Fawn 360. So thank you for that, Chris Flowers. Uh, you've also been a co-host and you've also hosted this show on your own before when I got a little too busy. I had my battle buddy right there. So everybody, I want you to welcome Christopher Flowers back to the show. Chris, thanks for coming on, buddy. Hey, you know me, my brother. I'm always here for you. Like I said, I appreciate the opportunity to uh, work with you anytime I can. I thank you for all the inspiration you give me on my show. Here's the deal. So it wouldn't be going the way it's going if it wasn't for you and uh, Chris and Fallen 360. We appreciate that, man. And, and like I said, you know, we appreciate all the help you gave us in season one. A lot of great content. And uh, you also um, uh, hosted the show yourself sometimes uh, when we were a little busy or couldn't get to it just to keep it going, you know, so we appreciate that. You interviewed a lot of great people, guys like Ro Gonzalez uh, and, and other folks out there in the community doing great things, right? Um, the reason why you um, know all these folks is because you yourself are involved in a lot of stuff out in the veteran community, right? So why don't, we, why don't we get started with, uh, with, with, you know, I know we, we've mentioned before you were in the Air Force and the Army and we talked about it in last season a little bit, but give people a little refresher of your background in the military and then how you, uh, you know, once you got out of the military, how you got into like the, the financial world. Well, I said, I was just uh, a lot, a lot like uh, a lot of other people, you know what I'm saying? I was a kid on the wrong side of the tracks. You know what I mean? I was going either going to go to jail or go to prison uh, or, or go to jail or like probably end up, you know, dead or something. So <laughs> one of them kind of neighborhoods, yeah. one of them kind of stories, you know, so, okay, well, I had to get out of there. So I ended up what I do, I joined the military, right? Just like a lot of other people. So uh ended up joining the Air Force place. I took the ASVAB test and I had a, uh, I did have, uh, I thank God, because I had a uh, Dale Fritz, he was a senior master sergeant in my Air Force ROTC, uh, NCOIC, him and Colonel Spoli, they basically dragged my ass to the finish line because I was just ready to just quit and, you know, quit school and, hit the streets full time and they just wouldn't let me go. They're like, you're getting in ROTC. You're staying with this. There's something in there. We're going to, we're going to get it out of you. And then of course, you know, I was thinking about going to the Marines and all of those stuff. He, you know, he's like, you're way too smart for that. No, you're joining the air force. He goes, you want to go be a PJ or combat controller, you know, go for it. He goes, at least, you know, be a cop in the air force. You could do a bunch of weapons training crimes and like who is shit. I'm like, all right, that's cool. Right. Whatever. I didn't care, you know, but they didn't, they didn't give up on me. They believed in me. So they kind of dragged me out of the gutter and, uh, got me in the program. And, uh, I thank God for those two, uh, individuals being in my life all the time and got me in the air force. Um, when I was in the air force. Yeah, I was, uh, I was, then they had, it was called a security specialist that now they just call it security forces. Uh, come I'm old. And, and so we were, we were the guys that were perimeter patrol. We were, you know, uh, convoying nukes and stuff like that. We were, our primary duty weapon was a, a 16 and 16, um, everything like that. So I always, I went through so many army schools. I trained with the army so much. I worked with the army all the time, but I actually got out of active duty. Um, I had a buddy of mine who was in the army national guard out here as a forward observer. He's like, you need to come join my unit. And of course, you know, going from blue to green, Everybody's like, oh, you got to go through art boot camp and this and that. They saw my file. They're like, shit, man, I've been in the Army 15 years. I'm going to half the schools you go to. <laughs> they're like, get him boots. He's good. <laughs> so I went through like every Army training like there. Yeah, they're like, yeah, he's good. Go for it. So uh, that transition, you know, wasn't uh, wasn't too hard. But um, I did eight years total. And uh, I got into like, I, I got into banking. Like I said, I was uh, – uh, I was working construction, just pounding nails. And my, my, the same guy who got me in the army unit, his mom worked at a bank called bank one. 
And she's like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm a dad member. I was in my 20s and I wasn't married at the time. So <laughs> let me put that backstory yeah. up. <laughs> so she goes over and she says, oh, you know, why don't you come over, you know, work for the bank, you know, get to work inside, air conditioning, you know, get laid off, lots of looking girls. I was like, that's what I'm talking about. Let's, let's adventure. Yeah, but <laughs> <That's right. laughs> so, I walked in. There's no bigger what? motivator than uh, for a military guy than, you know, hey, there's ladies. <laughs> hey, ladies. Absolutely. So <clears throat> that's what got me motivated. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I didn't even know what a checking account was. I had cash. I carried cash. I'm like, what the hell is a checking account? Within two years, I was the assistant manager of the branch. And then I started getting into business banking, working with the businesses and things like that. And it just kind of slowly kept progressing from there. Um, and I mean, I, I had a Series 7 stockbroker license before I had a college degree. So, <laughs> I mean, it was, a, it was a, it's funny, like I said, it just good. A lot of it. Yeah. Hey, and for, you know, for those that don't know what that is, why don't you explain a little bit more about, you know, what that actually means and what it entails to have a, a Series 7? Uh, series 7 and the Series uh, 66, are, they're licensing that you need in the financial world to uh, trade stocks and bonds and uh, do annuities, things like that. Well, annuities and insurance, but you know, we want to do stock trading. Like, you want to, you know, uh, buy and sell, you know, whether it's, you know, Apple or, you know, stock for like, so like I could manage your portfolio. And I said, okay, you know, these are stocks that, you know, that fit your portfolio and things like that. So I could, I was, I was a trader. So, right. uh, doing that. Uh, but like I said, fortunately, as I said, I got into the financial world. I said, not knowing, not knowing anything really about it. I just kept kind of advancing and growing and learning more and kept going about it. Like I said, I had a, I had a high school, there are guys there with MBAs that couldn't pass that test. And I had it with a high school diploma and I barely got the high school diploma. It wasn't for my ROTC instructors dragging me across the finish line. I wouldn't even have had that. So, you know, that's the one thing that I try to um, try to work with the veterans a lot about to motivate them. It's like, Hey, just because, you know, you were 11 Bravo, you know what I mean? Doesn't mean you can't be, you know, if you, you want to get into finance, get into finance. I mean, you, you're 13, Bravo. Look at you're doing podcasts and you're an artist, you know, things like that. You do woodworking and think, you know, so that's the thing. I try to motivate the guys. And that's what I'm trying to do. Uh, you know, guys and gals, brothers and sisters with the DD214. You have passion, you drive, you want to do something. Absolutely go for it. Because again, the, the fact that I even got through high school, was a miracle in and of itself. And then I, like I said, I had a stockbroker license where I worked for Charles Schwab and I worked for Morgan Stanley. Okay. Two of the most the biggest uh, financial uh, in, uh, companies in the world. I worked for both of them. <laughs> so, right. You know, it, it, somebody tells you that, you know, this can't be done wrong. I'm living proof that it can be done. And if I could do it, God knows there are other people out there are way smarter than me that can do it. So talking about your not having the educational background, right uh to to work in this industry but yet you did get involved in it and you succeeded in it you're still in it obviously the military probably had some 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 play in that right and and if it did oh, 100%. how do you think that helped you get past all these obstacles where other folks who may have had more of the the educational background could not get through it it just comes down to grit comes down to stamina it comes down to when you you know We've been through situations, we've been through things that yeah, it, civilians can't deal with, okay? You and I have been through a lot of shit to where, and a lot of people out there have been through so much shit. It's like, people are sitting there like, oh, my latte is cold. I'm having a terrible day. I'm like, are we getting shot at? And shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is not stressful, okay? You want to know what stress is? Getting fucking shot at is stressful, okay? This ain't it. So shut the fuck up, drive on, right? So, I mean, you know... That's that's the thing I think that all, sets all of us, the brothers and sisters of the D214. We've accomplished so much just by getting through boot camp and, and then going to school and then, you know, serving our country. That right there, wh what's going to stop us in the civilian world, okay? Think about that for a minute. We got the drive. We got, you know, drill instructors screaming in our face, telling us we're scumbags, we're worthless, and they build us back up. Now we're fucking motivated as shit, and we'll, we'll run through you know, burning walls, you know what I mean? So when you've had that level, I mean, what, you know, okay, you want me to do what? Oh, get a series seven license. Okay. I'll study for it. Bam. Knock that shit out. You know what I mean? Right. So what can't we do now? Granted, I'm here. You're here. Rose here. 
Adam, all, all, you know, Jessica, we're all here to get each other across that line. You know, say, I have experiences, you have experience of words. Hey, you know what? Been there, done that. Go this route. It's way easier. Come with us, right? You know, try to lead them down the path of least resistance. You know, follow the, follow, you know, the people that were already on point blazing that path. You know what I mean? So uh, just trying to get back, uh, trying to get back some of that information and trying to get back some of that knowledge. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's true. It's it's a lot more fun when you do it together. Of uh, course, it's a lot easier when you do it together. That's that's the problem. Gotta have your battle right? buddy. Get a yep. battle buddy. Yeah, uh, one of the biggest issues when you leave the military, you mentioned that you have the drill sergeants. You have somebody that's always in charge of your life, what you wear, what you eat, what you do, when to wake up, when you're in the military. And then you get out and it's like now you have to figure all this stuff out on your own. You're accountable for yourself. So that's where a lot of people get trapped. They're like, I, what do I do now? I, nobody's telling me where to go. Nobody's telling me the game plan. If I had a game plan, I could follow it, but I don't have anybody else. So it's, it's hard sometimes for veterans to figure that out on their own, right? Once you do, though, yeah. I do believe that, that, you know, we can do anything. Like you were saying, you know, because we have that grit. We know what real hard times are like. Um, you know, we don't live in this fantasy world for, for the most part and, um, and doing it with other folks, people who've been there already and kind of give you a quick little, just a little push, you know, uh, it can't hurt. Right. And I think the other part, the other part is that sometimes veterans are not willing to ask for help. Right. Cause they think it's oh, a yeah. sign of weakness. Stigma. Stigma. Yep. hundred percent. And, and that's the world that we've lived and that's the world we met. You know, we met in this world of helping other, assisting other veterans uh, through Jessica. I know we mentioned it every time. We mentioned it on your show, by the way, uh, which was what uh, the last week or two weeks ago when I was on there. And so that was a, an awesome opportunity to share that story as well. Mm -hmm. And so if you guys have not heard, um, what's the deal, right, is on Anchor. Here, here, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Sorry, what's the deal? And What's the deal with me? Here's the deal. Here's the deal. And it's a brand new freaking, I mean, where you're in what, episode five or six now? Uh, dude, the Veterans Day edition was probably technically episode seven. So and then uh, the one I'm recording later on today will be eight. There you go. So brand new. So you guys give it a give it a listen. Go out there and, and, and check it out and give them support because Chris, like we said, has been giving support to the veterans for for since, since I've known you since that's the world we met in. So since I've known you, you know, which has been for what, almost, almost four years now, I think we're going on. Yeah. Pretty close. Maybe right? Three. Yeah. Maybe three just, but either way, just it seems like a long time, but um, why don't we uh, talk about that then kind of where, when I met you, what you were doing, I, cause I know you've evolved a lot, right? You had, you were doing a lot of stuff with businesses, veteran owned businesses, promoting them, kind of putting things together. And then you started meeting other folks like Roe and then how you started to kind of piece those puzzles together so mm -hmm. that you wouldn't duplicate other people's jobs, right? Other people's organizations. You really are the example of what it's like to merge together and not have an ego and want to do your own thing. So, you know, if you want to talk a little bit about that, I think that's super interesting. And I think people really need to know that. Well, yeah, I think, you know, part of what we do, uh, part of what I do, you know, and here's the deal, it, the, the show is just the, uh, the, the, the catalyst or it's just, it's just the, the, the mouthpiece for it. But what, what I try to do when I'm working with veterans, my, like I said, my background is business finance. So any veteran that wants to start a business, like I said, I try to work with them to try to get them, um, you know, squared away on the different things, whether it's, you know, like I said, their business plan, like we, we would call it an op order, but, you know, business plan is the same thing, um, you know, or like I said, getting their, get their financial situation straightened out uh, to where they are lendable, getting them the right tools, you know, put them in place. But it's like, there's so much, there's so many, I say tools out there. There's so much stuff. Like I think like a lot of times you just drink it from a fire hose. Well, I happen to know, like I happen to know people like you. I happen to know people like, well, I know Adam Bigelow over at PTSD foundation or, you know, see, I try to guide them to certain things. I, I, if I see that they need a certain area of expertise, that's where I try to guide them to, because those are the experts in those fields. Okay. And then, uh, <clears throat> that, like I said, obviously, like you said, I'm not trying to be a jack of all trades here, but I just, I know who I know. And if I have the, and I have the network and if I know that somebody needs to get hooked up with ABC, I'll get them over to ABC and let ABC do what they do. You know what I mean? And I'll help them out where I can help them out and I'll direct them over um, uh, wherever else I can help them out because 
the the community in and of itself needs to stand together and needs to stand tall. I think you, you kind of touched on it a little bit. A lot of us are so busy trying to do our own thing that we're not thinking about the end game here. It's like, hey, got a brother or sister who needs some guidance, needs some direction. Um, let's get them. Let's get them the tools they need. And what I said, if they want to work with me, great. If they want to work with somebody else, awesome. You know, how, however that we're, or like I said, maybe I'm not the person they need to work with me. They need, you know, help from somebody like, well, okay, well, let's get them over. To, let's get them over there. Let's get them over to, you know, Jay Gladney, who's over at score or, or whatever. And, you know, give them the resources that they need. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the other part too, is that you are amazing, uh, not just with finances, but at talking to people and kind of getting, getting people together. Um, and I've always been interested because you're 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 wheeling and dealing. When when I hear you talk, you're out there promoting yourself. You're out there promoting other people. I mean, relentless. I remember there were there were times where you were at like two or three events in the same day, and I was like, yeah. how the how the hell is? And you'd see you'd see Chris on social media. You'd see him. Hey, he's out in the West Valley today, uh, up north, uh, you know, and uh, promoting this one event or helping out. And then all of a sudden, you see him in the afternoon out here in the East Valley. You know, and then later on, he's like, hey, you want to you want to hang out and talk about this or, or record a show or do something else or whatever. And we're like, how the hell are you everywhere? You know, it's like <laughs> unless you're a clone. And so that was the other piece, too, is your 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 marketing and your communication skills. Where did you get that from? Like, where did that come from? You know, I honestly, I think just from hustling on the street, I think it really just started on the street. I've always been the guy that had a guy, you know, hey, somebody needs. I never right. waited in line. Yes. I never wait in line for shit. Okay. I never, you know, I said, if I needed something, I knew how to get it. I knew who to talk to to get it kind of thing. Like I said, other suckers are waiting in line to wait. I'm like, I already, I already had it before it even came out. You know what I mean? Or, you know, the, you know, this new, this new movie coming out, I'm getting, I'm already getting let in the back door because, you know, and I knew, I knew everybody that worked at the, at the movie theater, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't have to, I didn't have to stand in line, do all that kind of stuff. It's about your network. Your network's key. And like I say, when you were when you were in the military, okay, who are the two people you hooked up with? I know the two people were the first two people I sought out: the logistics guys and the medics. Was, yeah. So if I want, if I, I was gonna say any supply gear, I was gonna, if I need any fucking gear, right? I'm going to supply guys, yep. right? And the medics, you know, you're fucking drunk as fuck. You got to run PT, get hooked up with a bag, saline thrown in your arm, boom, you're rocking and rolling. Yeah. Okay. So that right there, your network's key. Okay, so I just I think I've done that since like eight years old, man. You know, it was like I just kind of knew somebody in this particular field or this area. Hey, you know, I need this and that. Okay, I'll you know, you up this and and just I've always I just grew up in the streets like that. I think it just kind of just perfected it as I got older. You know what I mean? Yeah, just kind of uh, narrowed it down to to a certain topic and subject and. You know that was obviously near and dear all, to your it's heart. It's all legal. It's all legal shit now. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the difference now. It's all yes, because uh, essentially that's where you know I, I met a bunch of other you know folks that are now connected to you know our our network. I would say right, um, mm-hmm. and so you know that's why that's always been important to me is to find people that not only are on the same page and same level as you, right? But like I always say, you know, iron sharpens iron. You know, absolutely. And, Obviously, you're, yeah, and obviously you're, you're still here, right? You're still part of, of, of my network of my, my close friend of small, small, close, uh, circle of, of friends, you know, because, uh, there's only a few people you, you can trust in this world. And yeah, I think you, you, you test some out, you, you go through here and not everybody's at the same level, right? Some people have right, different right. ideas and ideologies and, and that's okay too. Um, you know, not everyone is, is on the same page. And for those that are not, you got to be willing to let them go and stick to those folks that are just going to get you stronger, right? They're going to be alongside you, right? If you're a runner, you want to run with the best guys, you know, anybody's going to make you, you know, uh, you know, far or fall, fall, fall back, fall behind, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta grow, you gotta grow. And so, um, that's one of the things that, that I admire about being around you is that, you know, you help me and I help you out. So it's uh, it's been a great ride so far. So, and I hope that the people listening, you know, take this seriously and find themselves that that small. If you don't already have that that small circle of close friends, you know, um, it's great to have a ton of friends. It's great to to know a ton of people and all that stuff. But even you, I'm sure, 
with as many people as you know, your circle that, you know, can super small. Yeah. can be super, trusted. Super small. A hundred percent. Right. Because uh, there's people that you trust at about 50% and you keep them up at that distance. Right. <laughs> and then, and, and you only want to talk to them about certain things because you know, they might be into this whole other world that you're like, look, I can't be wasting my time with that. Um, that's not what I'm about, you know, but let's, let's talk about the things that we have in common and that's okay too. Right. It's, you don't always have to be a hundred percent, uh, in agreement with somebody. That's the other part too. We got to be willing to listen to others, right? A lot of times we get so caught up that we just want the people that have the same opinions as us. doesn't mean that, that they're, um, they're the best thing for you. Sometimes people that have different opinions are also good for your growth, right? It's just knowing what distance you want to keep those people, how involved you want to be with those groups and all that, and how much energy you're putting into those things as well, right? Because the other thing, the other side to this is that a lot of veterans will give it all. And you know, because you've been there before, you've given it all, you've gone above and beyond. Like I said, you used to be at every event two, three times in the same day, five times in one weekend and where it was draining, right? You also yeah. have to take care of yourself first too. You have to be willing to understand that taking care of yourself is not a bad thing. Self-care is a great thing, right? And you're not going to be 100%. letting other people down. Um, so, you know, talk about your experience because I witnessed it and you saw me too, the same way with the world that I was in that I kind of had to leave behind that whole nonprofit, you know, veteran nonprofit world where you don't, it's like, you don't know how to navigate. It. It's like a minefield, right? There's great nonprofits. Right. And there's shitty ones. And if you spend all your energy just trying to navigate those fields, it's so draining. It it takes away from your life. And you're like, well, who's here to help this veteran? You know, if I'm helping everybody else, mm -hmm. who's helping me? And we both kind of went through that, you know, and I want to yes. know or talk to people about that experience, too, and what you went through and how you had to change some things to to make sure you were OK and your family was OK. Uh, well, I like to call my uh friend, uh, Navy veteran, uh, Moses Sanchez, uh, he, he says, be brilliant at the basics, right? I, I, I love that. As soon as he said, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm stealing that every chance I get. Moses is a great guy, by the way. And we'll, we'll talk yeah, about him is. too after this. Cause I want to know a few more things on what he's doing now. <laughs> yeah. So I, I really love that quote because like I said, if you're trying to go out and be a jack of all trades, you're going to be a master of none. You know what I mean? So if you're trying to, you know, help everybody do everything and you're trying to, you know, be everywhere and all of a sudden, you know, I drive my ass off. I mean, like, just like you were saying, I bet you be at five events in a day. It, just, it was, it was like kind of like watching Trump. I was like, you know, he dudes everywhere, man. I don't have Air Force One in my disposal. I'm right. driving my balls off. But <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, it, it's like, you get burnt, man. You get, there's only so much you to go around. And like I said, and if you have, if you have a family, you have a wife and kids, man, you know, they need you too. It's kind of, it's kind of like, all right, what happens when you see smoke? What's the first thing you do? You go for your gas mask. You put your gas mask on first. Right. Right. So that's like instantaneous. That's like drilled in our skull because if you go down, you ain't helping anybody. Right. So the first thing you gotta do is put your gas mask on and then you can start helping everybody else. So that's the mentality you got to kind of take sometimes. Okay. I mean, we want to, I mean, we're not going to, you know, you with the biggest heart that you have, you can't save everybody. I can't save everybody. You know, neither can Jessica, neither can Roe, neither can Adam, you know, all, all the, you know, all the people that are out there, great hearts want to do everything, but quite frankly, we just can't. But if we all know each other and we all work together as a community we don't have to do it on our own. We got a whole community of people that can reach out. I can take this little part. I can take this little part. I, and we'll just dissect it. You know what I mean? And and do it together. You know, to where it's, and then you don't have then you don't have to you know take on every ginormous freaking projects on your own. But if you know who to recruit, maybe for a little bit of help here and a little bit of help there, you can you know you can eat the elephant one bite at a time. You know what I mean? Because it's a freaking elephant. Man. Yeah. You know. Yeah, who doesn't love think, who doesn't love elephant you know a little bit <laughs> a little bit of ketchup a hot hot, sauce. What, what's that hot sauce you use there <laughs> oh catino's hot that's a yeah there you go see there the gotta, gotta put the plug in there gotta put the plug in little there. little elephant with some catino's hot sauce nothing better <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's i i think that's the thing you just gotta you gotta be able to take a step back and realize like okay what am i trying to accomplish what's the mission here and you have to focus on that mission, and as, as you come along, other things, you know, different variable things happen. Okay, you can't be pulled in nine different directions and still stay focused on the mission. Okay, you have to be able to uh, discern. Okay, you know, what can I what can I do to help, 
or or who better yet to think who can i get to help me help them you know what i mean and if it's possible so uh just realize that you know we can't do we can't do it all see you you've seen it a thousand times we've, we've both been there where it's like then we start drowning and you know what yeah. what good are what good are we to them at that point because we're so pulled in nine different directions we can't even keep our own head above water you know what i mean yeah. So be brilliant, be brilliant at the basics. You got to, you know, know what your mission is, focus on your mission, but at the same time, get your network to where it's like, Hey, I need help with this. Okay. I know somebody. Okay. Let me get you in touch with so-and-so they'll be able to help you out with that particular situation. And you're still helping because that person didn't know they had that resource available. So you're doing, you're doing what you want to do in your heart. You want to help them. You're just not direct as directly involved because you have a mission you have to accomplish. Yeah, that's, that's great advice, man. I mean, like I said, I, I went through that myself and we did, we kind of went through it around the same time. I think we both kind of hit that, that, that wall around there where we needed to also look out for ourselves. You know, we were giving so much and, you know, my, my decision was based on, you know, that part of, you know, I was was giving too much and, you know, I, I wasn't, opening up other doors for myself and op- opportunities for my family that correct you know uh, sometimes you can be blinded because i was in love with that world i was in love with the world of helping others because one obviously volunteering and helping others makes you feel good right releases endorphins you know it, it makes you euphoric almost right that's why people give so much sometimes i joke with people i say you know the only reason people give is because it makes them feel good and uh, so at the end of the day, even volunteering can be a little bit selfish, right? And, but there's nothing wrong with that. There's not, cause we're humans. That's just the chemistry where we're, we're built that way. And um, you, you forget that there's so many other things that you could be, you could be growing, you could be, you know, uh, making more money, uh, doing more things for your family, spending more time with your family. I mean, there's so many things that whatever drives you, I'm not saying money is a big motivator, but for some it is right. And at the end of the hurt. yeah, at the end of the day, you're supporting other companies and other nonprofits that are making money off of you too. So you're like, at the end of the day, why can't you get a piece of that puzzle, right, or a piece of that pie? I mean, um, and you well, know, think, well, think about it like this. Think about it like this. Let's say, for instance, um, you know, with 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 my company, with Vets Veteran Essential Business Services. Okay, we're a business consulting company. Okay, so the the more successful I am, the more clients I bring on. What do I need? I need to hire people. I need to bring out some help. I can't do this all by myself. So who am I going to go after? First and foremost, my brothers and sisters at the DB214. I'm going to go yeah. try to find those guys first. So what are you doing? You're giving them a job, okay? So you're getting them gainfully employed. And on top of that, it's like, you know, it, you know they can grow with the company and things, you, you know, everything like that. So the more successful you are in your particular field, in your particular endeavor, you can bring people with you. You can help in their success, Um by, you know, giving them a job. And like I said, you know, the corporate world out there is just not for everybody out there. You know what I mean? It's, uh, that's, again, that's why I try to uh, motivate veterans to start their own businesses because we don't, the square peg don't always fit in a round hole. You know what I mean? And you have a particular skill that's marketable, go off and do it on your own. And then once you start, you know, like I said, once you start growing, you're successful, you know, you can bring on other people. You know, and they could be veterans. And like I said, you're giving people jobs and they're putting food on their table. So how is that not helping them? You know what I mean? So by you becoming successful, it you can help others by being successful. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't see that, right? A lot of people don't understand. They think that the only way to help others is, is by helping others, like legitimately right. just helping them. and Just and, volunteering and starting these nonprofits and stuff like that. And there's nothing wrong with a for-profit company, y'all. No, there okay. isn't. I mean, there's not a damn thing wrong with it. It's 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 a uh, it's just an honest way of saying I'm I'm building something from from other people. I'm creating a world. I'm creating a business. Whereas nonprofits, you know, at the end of the day, while they're great options for some folks, at the end of the day, somebody's getting rich off of that. At the end of the yes. day, somebody's, somebody's making a living. Paid. Somebody's making yep. Somebody's making money. Somebody's improving their career, improving their foxhole. And why should I continue to, to help that person to, to build their foxhole? And there's, there's plenty of other people that, that need to or want to volunteer. But when you're spending your whole life and time doing that, it, it's, it's tough, right? And so don't get caught up in, in that part either. You know, don't forget because 
like I said, it's nice. It's euphoric. It's a, it's a great feeling to be around other veterans. And you get so caught up in that four or five years later, you're like, man, I've had such an amazing journey. I've had so much fun. But then you look back and you're like, man, I could have really been building my own little empire, my own little world. And I was helping somebody else build their world too, right? And, and that happens in business too. When maybe you're, you're a manager or you're working for somebody else and you're helping them build their world. Nothing wrong with, with uh, you know, licking your chops, you know, and getting, getting um, you know, getting a, a taste of what it's like to, to be in that industry or whatever. But don't be afraid to also grow. Don't be afraid to, to jump out of that industry and into your own or create your own business, your own little world, your own empire, right? Before you get stuck, just kind of always, every year, you know, evaluate your situation. How was this last year? Do I need another year in this industry before I can go off on my own? Or do I need to jump ship and go to another industry completely? You know, which is kind of what, what I did, you know, and, and mm -hmm. the last year has been freaking amazing. The show has grown. Everything has grown around me. I feel like I'm able to do more for, for veterans, uh, even though I'm not in that world, you know, 365 days a year, I can do more by just me being successful. I can do more with this show. The response to these type of episodes with the, uh, you know, uh, dishonorable mentions, you know, where we talk about the, the bad right. things veterans have done. And then we have motivation alley like this one. We talk about all the great things veterans have done, the engagement it's created, you know, uh, and it comes straight from me. It's me talking the truth. It's me talking about who I am, the things I enjoy, the things I like. I no longer have to worry about somebody else telling me what to talk about or, or what what's good for the veterans where I'm like, you're not even a veteran yourself, man. A lot of these companies and places are run by non-veteran folks who who have one thing in mind is, you know, and they're getting they're getting rich off of your sweat. Yeah, so, be, so, you know, because we're the hot topic you, right now. Right. We're, you, we're, touch, you, you touched on this earlier about veterans not knowing what the next steps are about veterans not knowing, you know, they're so, they're so used to, you know, okay, okay. You know, here's, here's the mission, you know, here's our, here's our uh, movement orders. Here's everything that we got to do. Right. <clears throat> they get the op order handed to them and here's what we got to do. Well, moving forward, like I said, you, you got to be able to, you know, again, you got to, you got to have free thought. You got to be able to think for yourself. Yeah. I think we get so like, you get comfortable call it call it institutionalized you get institutionalized yeah, yep. almost like almost like somebody being in prison in a way you know what i'm saying yes. so i've been working for this company for you know xyz years and yeah i do you know i make a little maybe i you know do okay you know i provide for my family but i got this thing in my chest that just is not letting up there's something out there for me and i guess i don't know what i don't know how to get it but i know there's something i need there's something i need to go do okay so I think that's where, you know, maybe myself, maybe you, you know, we try to motivate people. So, okay, go find that thing and go after it and he, let us help you get the resources that you need uh, to, to make it a success. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think you got to have, you got to have the stones to step up. You know, like I said, you, you left your entire world, right? Yeah. To go into a completely different career field. Right. And then you started a podcast on top of that. And then you, you still got, you know, year round Patriot and then you still got a healthy Mason jar. So it's like, you're doing different things because these are your passions and it's what you do, but you know, but you got the stones to go out there and go for it, man. You see what I'm saying? I, I yeah. always, I've always admired that about you because even, you know, I was sitting there talking about starting my own posse. You're like, dude, just start it, bro. What are you waiting for? <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, I don't have this equipment. I don't have, this. you're like, just shut up and do it, man. And I was like, yep. yeah, I was and, like, yeah, you know, you totally you did. did. And you did. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> and the first couple of shows sounded like shit because I had an iPhone and AirBuds, but at the same time, I still put it out there. And then I got, you know, you helped me pick out some, some, you know, better equipment and things like that. Like, again, and you're helping me with the, you know, the editing tools. And so that's the thing. So see, we got battle buddies here. You got battle buddies out there. If you want to start a podcast, if you want to, you know, start your own business or things like, you know, we, there are resources out here, you know, talk to us, man. We'll try to get you as connected as well connected as we can. You know what I'm saying? But you got to, you got to make that step, man. You got to make that step. Yeah. It's, it's always super interesting to see what people really want to do, what they really enjoy. Right. Cause a lot of times People think they know this is the way to go. You know, I have to get a job. You know, I'm, I'm you know, I have to support my family, and uh, and that's the end of it, right? And they don't really follow their passion. Then once you find out, like you were saying, you know, for an artillery guy myself, I'm like, what the hell am I doing? You know, painting. 
what am I doing? You know, woodworking and, and you know, what, how, how am I getting involved with technology and podcasting and shit like that? You know, but at the end of the day, you know, what we forget about is that when veteran, well, before you go into the military, before you get out, before you become a veteran, before all that, there's you, the original you, what were you born with? What were you as a kid? What were your interests? Right. And you get so so uh, one track minded being in the military because, you know, that's that's all you've got. You've got to focus on that mission, whatever your job is, that you sometimes forget those other needs. Right. And you talk about yes. that burning sensation in your in your gut or in your chest. And you're like, how do you stoke that fire? You know, it's it, it, if, if it's going into financial in the financial world like you did and, and you enjoyed it and you liked it. Hey, that's that's cool. But even you yourself never probably thought you'd be involved in that world, you know. When um, I when I told when I told some of my buddies back home that I work for a bank, they're like, "You're robbing banks." I said, "No, I work. For, I work for a bank." They're like, "Do they fucking know you? Yeah, who would give was... you keys to a fucking bank? Like what?" But you would you would never know that unless you tried it, right? Unless you took that leap, that leap of faith. Right. And and 100%. same same thing with me. You know, I I was always an artist as as a young kid. I loved drawing. You know, I always wanted to become uh, as a kid. You know, we always have that dream job, right? I thought I'd be working for Disney, drawing cartoons. That's that's right. how much into art I was. Never had I worked with wood or, or, or carved anything or, or any of that at all. Just painting, drawing, uh, inking, things like that, um, but never with wood. And then all of a sudden, one day, I just got the urge to make myself this wooden plaque from my old patch, 36 ID. And boom, I, I started with that plaque, which still, if you guys have seen the pictures on our Facebook yep. page, you know, yep. that plaque sits behind me on, on my podcast room. And uh, and I've done, you know, over, you know, dozens of plaques of people's patches, you know, from you know, sheriff's departments, police department, military. You know, there's I have several wooden plaques hanging in different VFWs here in Arizona. And, uh, you know, I, I that was just a very small leap of faith. This whole podcast thing was kind of one of those things, too. Where I'm like, look, you know, I saw other veterans groups kind of getting into it and getting getting more. The people were getting more out of these silly shows and episodes just just by listening and kind of talking to each other than they were from the department of veteran services from the va because mm -hmm. those people like we mentioned on on your show they attract other freaking douchebags in, in suits <laughs> and not necessarily right. the veterans that are that are that are the most in need right there everybody's over there you know you know sucking their own dicks you know pardon my french but 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 saying how proud they are of each other and the things they're doing and yet right. the only people in the room are those people trying to teach those classes or trying to tell everybody what you need to do? And the people that actually need it aren't even in that room. So Not even in the room, yeah. it's like, how 100%. the fuck are you going to? And then everybody's like, well, how do we get them? How do we get their attention? I'm like, well, you get their attention by being real, not with those rules and things that you put in place that bullshit, yeah. all the bullshit, you know? And, and so in, and I saw that, I saw that in podcasting. Um, that was a real way to get your 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 true word out, you know, your true self uh, and in a platform when you have enough time to talk about whatever it is you want to talk about the interest of the veteran world and, you know, free of judgment. Right. We can cuss on here and talk the way we all talk. Most of us, most of us veterans talk this way. This show, this show is rated veteran for length. It, it is. If you don't yeah. like it. Turn right. it the fuck off. And so that was my interest. And I've always liked talking to people. I've always been interested in hearing their stories. So I thought, why not? You know, why not create this this new world? So that was another new thing that I kind of jumped into. And never did I imagine that I would be doing this right. I'd become not an expert, but, you know, kind of, you know, I've, in the last two years, you know, my equipment has really improved. I've, I've become yeah, people. I've, I've helped countless people on how to start their own podcast. And never, me. Hello. Including you, including you. Hello. Yeah. And so, so That's why I got to give you a shout out every show I do. Give, yes. Give, give, <laughs> give, a, give a listen to that, that fire or that echo that's inside your heart and, you know, and, and, and follow what it's telling you because you never know where it's going to go. Even if it sounds silly, even if you're like, I could never do that. I could never do that. I, I watched a yo-yo show today, Chris, and I think I'm going to start yo-yoing again. I used to love doing yo-yo, <laughs> and I, I know about two or three tricks. You know, I watched the show about the champions. I'm not going to be a champion yo-yo guy, but I want to get back into yo-yoing. And I was like, that's so silly. That's such a childish thing to do. And the old me would have been like, that's stupid. You know, let that go away and then hide it. But the new me, I'm like, fuck it. Why not? If I have time, I'm going to yo-yo. Why not? 
Why the fuck not? Hey, if it's a good stress reliever, I mean, hey man, if it gets you yes. out of your head, if it gets you out of your head for a couple minutes, it's better than being in the bottom of a bottle. Yeah. So my, my know, yeah, where, my... Where we've all we've all been there too many damn times, and right? Shit like that, you know, or you know, taking taking you know taking pills or smoking weed or some stupid shit. So staying you know healthy, I mean? yeah, staying healthy is another one of those things that that you. It's not just about looking good. It's about feeling good, right? And people don't often um, uh, uh, compare those two, uh, the brain and your body and how well they work together when they're in tune. People don't realize that if you eat shitty food, it's not just about looking good, but it's also affecting the way you think, you know? So PT, eating healthy, you know, I'm not the healthiest guy in the world, you know, and, and I always work on that and I strive to do better. But I do know that when I feel good, when I eat well, when I exercise, you know, uh, I might not look the best. I might not look like I used to back in the day when I was in the military. Uh, yeah, but I'm thinking so much better. I'm so much. My thoughts are so much clearer. I make right. better decisions when I'm when I'm, um, you know, at least working out a little bit Spy and guy eating healthy. Yeah, yeah, all that, man. It's all, it all goes. <laughs> there's a reason why in the military, you know, you do PT. You you try to eat healthy and you 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 know you stay focused and. Um, you know, you, you can think better and I don't know, man, you just seem to have more energy and yes, we were younger, but doesn't mean we can't have that same energy now when we're older. We just have to kind of rethink our, our, our lifestyles a little bit. So yeah, all that stuff comes in, in handy, man. And what better place to talk about all that shit than, than on a podcast and talk about it the way us veterans talk about it, not the way people in suits expect you to talk about it, you know? So just we, like, again, when, when, when you're, when you've reached that point. Okay, well, whether it's, you know, you're sitting there, you're, dri- you're driving to a job you don't even like, okay, but you know what, but it pays the bills, all right, so you got to put food on the table, you got to, you know, my kids insist on eating every day, I don't, they're just so selfish, yeah, it's weird, don't right? understand, it's, God, <laughs> selfish little brats, insist on eating every day, it's and terrible, they, want, they, right? want, they want a roof over their head, it's just weird, oh my God, right, so selfish, me, 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 no, so, <laughs> you know, but no, look, here's the deal. You're already you're driving to a job you don't like, okay? Or maybe maybe you know, you might like this job. You might you know, hey you know what I do well. You know I listen, I'm able to provide a good life for my family. Okay, but I just got this thing, man. There's this. I mean, hey, you know what? If you found your dream job and you're completely happy working where you work and you know you're doing well and you're compensated well and you're you're appreciated at your job and you know you got some good security and things like, that, God bless you. That's great. Rock and roll, kick ass, right? But for those of you out there that were in the sound of this podcast, okay, hear me. You got that thing in your chest that just it's driving you fucking crazy. Like there's something out there for me, and this ain't it. Let's explore that. Let's see what that looks like. Now, I've covered this episode one of the show. Okay, and here's the deal. Don't go fucking Cortez and burn ships, okay? Quit your job, cash in your 401k, max out your credit cards, take out a home equity line of credit. Stop, stop, stop. Let's do this right. Let's get a game plan going here. Don't go fucking crazy on me, okay? Either got it, we got to plan this out right. We got resources. We got things that we can do, you know, to take the right steps. Kind of like, you know, you and I are, you know, this is this is our side hustle. This is our side thing until it really grows and grows and grows. And then we're going to be doing this thing full time. But we have income. We feed the family. We take care of the kids. Okay. We, we do all that. That's the thing you got to maintain, maintain your, maintain your job. You may not like it, but you know, you enjoy the suck, suck it up, drive on. Right. But let's get the side hustle going. Let's see what we can do to get you going, get you down, going down the right road, but we got to think it out. This is chess. It's not fucking checkers. Okay. You got to think three moves ahead here. Okay. But you have resources. Okay. You have me. You got Mario. You got, we know people. Okay. We will get you going in the right direction. We'll get you a game plan started and then we'll just follow that game plan. But you got, you, you have to make the move. You have to say, you know what? I want to pursue woodworking. You know, you got, you know, year round Patriot, you know, I want to pursue for me, like I said, for, for me, it was, it was the podcast. I had, I didn't even realize, but like, you know, I really enjoy doing I enjoy, I enjoy doing your show. I, when you asked me to host it, I was like, okay, this is freaking cool. Right. So, and I, my style is completely different in yours and all this other stuff, but at the same time, it was, it was, it's cool to be able to help you out. It helped me out. It helped me realize, Hey, you know what? This is a good platform for me. So 
you got to be willing to take that step, man. You got to be willing to, you know, you did it before. You did it in the military. You know, you've been through some scary shit, okay? And this is scary. Don't get me wrong. Stepping out into a whole new world yep. and a whole new venture. Sca- scary it, in a different way, right? Scary in a different way, but if you do it the right way, it can pay off. Well, like I said, if you go fucking Cortez on me, you burn the ships, you know, and there's no looking back, you're going to make it a hundred times harder. It's already a hundred times hard. Okay. It's already fucking hard. You're going to make it that much harder. Stop. Okay. If you're thinking about it, stop. Okay. Don't quit your job. Don't max out your credit cards. Don't take out that line of credit on your house. Wait, let's think this through here a little bit. You know, like Dave Ramsey said, you know, don't go out and buy all the, you know, you didn't start out with the best equipment. I started out with a damn iPhone. Okay. You know, if you can make a profit with it, like Dave Ramsey says, if you can make a profit with a $2 hammer, why buy a $20 hammer? Yeah. Later on down the road, you're going to need, you're going to need that $20. You're most definitely going right. to need the $20 hammer later down the road. But if you can start with a $2 hammer and make a profit, do that. Okay. Yes, sir. That's <laughs> that, it. Yeah. That's how we started with, with our equipment. You know what I mean? You, you know, you started out with, you know, the first equipment you could afford and then you kept upgrading and kept going. And of course, like I said, I started out with my damn iPhone and then you helped me get some better gear and, you know, hell, you even gave me some gear that you weren't even using anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, so I, you know, I mean, Hey, I, you know, I'm doing what I got to do till I get to my next level and things like that, you know, but I, you know, and you were generous enough to help me out. And then the, the gear that I have, when I get better gear, I'm going to pay that forward. I'm going to let somebody have this stuff. And yeah. you know what I mean? I, so that's, that's what we do. You know, I got more out of giving that gear to someone who needs it and is going to use it than actually selling it. And so I always held on to things like that because you never know whether I might need it in the future or somebody else might need it. And, you know, I, I couldn't think of a, a better person, a more deserving person to, to get that gear and, and that's going to put it to, to good use. And yeah, I'm glad well, that I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm glad you feel that. the same way. So, but you know what, those are great words. And so with that, you know, I, I think that's a, there is no better way to end the show than, than what you just said. Um, so obviously besides your show, uh, here's the deal, which is on anchor, Spotify, iTunes. I'm not sure what other platforms, but you, whatever platform you hear your, your, your podcast on, check it out. Uh, if not for sure, you know, Spotify and anchor, you can find it there. Besides that, where else can people find you if they need anything, if they want to get a hold of you, have any questions, where can they get a hold of you? Yeah, you can, uh, I still have the site under, uh, it's called Vets for Biz. That's uh, www.vets, so B-E-T-S, the number four, B-I-Z, um, uh, dot, uh, dot U-S. Yep, and then That's you're, the website. you're also but on it's gonna, it's, Instagram. It's going to go to Vets which is Veteran Essential Business Services. I'm getting the new logos done. I just got the trademark Perfect. done. So, like that. so Veteran Essential Business Services, that's what it's going to turn to. Well, once that, uh, yeah. once that website changes, let us know. Put it on our Fallen 360 Facebook page and all our Absolutely. social media so people know where email, to go. Email me. Just email me at info at vets, V-E-T-S, the number four, B-I-Z dot U-S. That's perfect, just, man. Just email me there. If you have questions, you want to go get a cup of coffee, you know, you want to, you know, kick some ideas around hey i'm thinking about doing this or hey what do you think about this or you know what i mean it, it, I, i'm gonna i'm gonna shoot it fucking straight to you i'm gonna be straight up now like six o'clock you know what i'm saying so i'm gonna give it to you real i'm not going to candy coat it but i'm not gonna you know but i'm not gonna necessarily discourage you either but i'm gonna give it to you real hey okay you're not ready yet but here are the steps you need to get ready do these steps first and you may not want to hear that but sorry about your damn luck but here are the steps you need to follow one, two, three, four, and then we'll get to the next stage and then we'll get to the next stage. Or at the same time, hey, go for it. Like, like, but at least, but go for it. Start. But here are the steps you need to take, okay? So I'm just going to keep it real with you. So. Don't forget to check out our sponsors. Stay tuned after this episode because somebody's got to pay the bills around here. So right. um, thank you, Chris, once again uh, for Chris Flowers. I'm outside the wire, Aguirre. You guys take it easy. Are you all ready to up your drinking game? Absinthe Minded AZ is a pretty freaking amazing and super rare company. Absinthe is truly an acquired taste type of drink. People like Picasso, Hemingway, and Van Gogh were known to throw back a few. I mean, The Raven may have never been written if Edgar Allan Poe wasn't drinking this stuff, who, by the way, was an artilleryman in the United States Army. Go Redlegs. This misunderstood spirit became legal again in the United States in 2007, 
And now you can try it for yourself here in AZ. Plus, co-owners Doc Ordovich and Justin Slusher are pretty cool dudes. Absinthe Minded is produced with 100% natural herbs based off of traditional formulations with variations to accommodate the palates of the modern drinker. Pour, sip, and enjoy. So if you want to find out more about this amazing company, go to their Facebook page or AbsinthemindedAZ.com. And their Instagram page is pretty dope. Mmm, Catino Sauce Company has the sexiest, hottest, hot. Uh, <clears throat> nope, that's all wrong. Hold on. Catino is the sexiest, hottest, hot, hot sauce. Damn it. That's all wrong. What nope. are you doing? Trying to record this ad for Catino Sauce Company. Catino? You mean the best damn hot sauce on the planet with tons of flavors like jalapeno, habanero, chipotle, verde, and all kinds of others I can't pronounce. They also have amazing limited flavors like mango and blueberry. Yep, that's it. My favorite is Ghost. It makes my butt burn. <laughs> you gotta act fast though, cause they're always selling out of that one. Okay. Just visit CatinoSauce.com for more flavors and customized bundles. Also, go ahead and follow them on Instagram and Facebook. My homeboy and CEO of Catino Sauce Company, Jacob, will appreciate that. Sweet Stash is a home-baked business specializing in cake pops, brownies, cakes, and more. Celebrate your special occasions with all of your favorite people. If we're at a party and they have Sweet Stash, I know where Mario will be. Buy the cake pop stand. To place your orders, check them out on Facebook or Instagram. What you drinking? My favorite drink ever. Pistachio blended brew with a coffee base and a little extra shot of caffeine from Sweets Cold Brew Coffee Company. Gotta get ready for that show, Crystal. And did you know that Sweets Cold Brew is the first and only cold brew coffee shop in the state of Arizona? It's for rad people only. I'm rad. The only thing that would make them better is if they sold beer and wine. Funny you should say that. Just check out their menu at sweetsbrew.com. That's sweets with a Z in the middle. Uh, they also got an awesome Instagram page. Um, where are you off to? I'm going to check out Alien Donuts. They are a funky, hip donut concept with planetary beats and out-of-this-world treats. They have vegan, gluten-free, classics, specialty, and space-themed donuts. Yum. What else do they got? They also offer nitro brew coffee, rocket shakes, and freshly made ice cream. And how can I find them, Crystal? Well, they are located in the heart of Old Town Scottsdale on Fifth Avenue. You can also find them on Facebook, Instagram, or AlienDonuts.com. Donut, stop believing! Have you all heard of Valor's Veterans Community AZ? Well, let me tell you about them. They are a 501c3 nonprofit which helps organize social gatherings and volunteer opportunities for veterans and their families. VVC was created in 2018 by our good friend Ro Gonzalez. You may have heard him on this show before. Uh, this guy's awesome, man. He's got the hookup to all sorts of sporting events, movie premieres, and all kinds of cool shit. Bringing like-minded people together not only allows everyone to share resources, but also helps reconnect that bond military members had while they were still in the service. VVCAZ also holds a monthly coffee social the third Saturday of every month where local organizations can share their resources. Their goal is to build Arizona's strongest veteran community by engaging veterans one at a time. Please check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and ValorsVeteransCommunityAZ.org.